Here Hello we there. are. Here we are. Hello there. Hello. So it has been a packed couple of episodes. Yes. Like seven and eight, Truth and Consequences, and The Clue Conspiracy, in the reverse order of the way I said them. These were insane episodes, especially because I don't want to spoil anything, but the outcome is not what you might expect. Right. Well, we're here to spoil it, right? So we All right, start... so let's begin spoiling. <laughs> let's begin spoiling. All right. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. This is Father Son Galaxy. I am Kerwin. This is Keith. We are here to talk, to talk about, about The Bad Batch. That's right, Bad Batch. Episode 7 and 8 of Season 2. All right. Episode 7 is Call. The clone, the clone conspiracy. conspiracy. All right, so let's... And it really is a conspiracy. Now, now I'm going to tell you, now, these are two very good episodes, all right? So, starting with the clone conspiracy, we were trying to figure out, okay, well, what exactly does that mean? Like, right? what type of conspiracy are they talking about? Right. Could this be the uprising? And I think this is planting the seeds mm -hmm. of an uprising. Right, right, exactly. Because when the entire Senate erupted the way it did, like, you know something has to happen next. Yes. Actions have to be taken. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, let's start off with the first scene, the beginning scene, all right? We're, so, we're on Coruscant. Yeah, we're on Coruscant mm -hmm. at some sort of cantina. Yes. And there's these two clothes, Slip and Cade. So, Cade wants Rampart to tell the truth about Kamino and how he ordered their attack, how he ordered the attack on Kamino and destroyed the cities and millions of people, not millions, but hundreds of people perish during that attack on Topoka City. Can I just stop you right there? So this is very brave of Cade, this clone. We we, we never met this so clone So he before. said to DM to Rampart. <laughs> he thought he sent a DM? And he, and he no. basically said, Rampart, <laughs> listen, I'm going to give you one day to tell the truth to everyone before I do it myself. Because this is going on for way too long. So basically, what he said to Rampart was... I'm going to do this myself. I'm going to go before the Senate and I'm going to testify that you were the one ordering the attack on the Camino and that it wasn't destroyed by a storm. But imagine this, that you're going back to tell your boss, you know, you're going to have a conversation. You know, in my, in my mind, this is how it happened. Cade walked into Rampart's office and put his knuckles on Rampart's desk right, <laughs> and looked them eye to eye and said to him, you know what? You know what you did was wrong, okay? Now, you better tell the Senate the truth as to what happened at Camino, or I'm going to go and tell the Senate. And walked out of Rampart's office. Mm. That's very bold. See, that's probably... See, I bet you Cade, he took off his cap, and he, and he places it down the table, and he's like, listen, Rampart. Yeah. You shall tell the truth to the Senate, or I will tell them myself. Yeah. I will bring down Thor's hammer might on you if you don't. I, I just thought it was very interesting. You know, when he started off the conversation with Slip, telling uh, telling Slip that he went to Rampart directly, that is a very brave thing to do. Because as soon as he, if it so happened he talked to Rampart in his office, as soon as he walked out, you know there was a target. Kate had a target on his back, mm -hmm. right? So did Slip, too. Well, right, but we know Kate Inherently. Was, Yes, exactly, right. So, yes, yeah, so Cade is confiding with Slip about this information. They walk outside the cantina, and then, of pew course, absolutely, yep, pew pew, Cade was down, all right? Yep. Right away, we knew that there was someone after both Slip and Cade. Right. And, and speaking of Slip, I love Slip the way Slip gave them the slip. He oh. was like, oh, Cade, 
Time to go. When he took that speeder bike, you know, he and turned it And he did that on. backwards flip. It, he did that 180. He did it like space drink, except, you know, he, he had some meaning to that one. Oh, easy. Wait, Dad, wait, wait. Let's go <laughs> back to the Book of Boba Fett for a moment. Oh, if you got to if you gotta oh, take yeah. the time to spit around, Jeez. and your comrade has okay. to lift his light of fire <laughs> so you can do a 360. What does like, this have to do with the Bad Batch? I'm just saying, the way okay. Cade pulled that slip, yeah. the way Slip gave yeah. him the slip. Right, Slip, yeah, exactly, that was my point. We are going to talk about how Slip, <laughs> it was awesome. I mean, Hashtag the animation, the animation, you know, we, you, I don't know how many times we have to say it, but it's just top notch. From season one yeah. onward, like once, Clone War, once the seventh season of the Clone Wars came out, we all knew that the the bar was set high yeah, for the Bad Batch. Exactly. And they delivered with amazing animations. For the first episode, it was so lifelike. Like, remember when we saw the Batch on that snowy planet and Kanan or Caleb Doom at the Caleb, time? Yeah. That was the first time we've seen such animation in the Bad Batch, and they have not failed since. Yes, it We've absolutely. still gotten the same grade of animation, and it just gets better, in my opinion. Yes, it absolutely an improvement over the Clone Wars animation. Clone Wars animation is mm. wonderful. It looks fantastic. All right. You used to say they look like blocks. Uh, the t yeah, you they, said they, they look, do. I, I, you, I, you know, said they look they like, like construction blocks. Carved out figures. You know, like someone like take it by hand and just carved out the pieces of these uh, characters. It, that's what, it, especially uh, Dooku. You know how? Oh my goodness! Dooku always to me. They did like... my boy wrong. <laughs> they gave him such a long head. Yeah, yeah, but I like I... why did why did Dooku's head go from normal size to let's just make it a little longer? Right. Yeah, but they've actually done a, a very good job with the animation, even on Cal Dooku, all right? All right, so now, the next scene, this was very interesting. So we get to see the Senate floor, which we've seen in the films. Yes. Well, this is very interesting. So, you know, we've been talking about this defense recruitment bill that has now been brought to the Senate. The idea is uh, some of these senators do not want this bill passed, sure. right? Because, well, let's talk about why. So first of all, let's tell everyone who was in attendance. So we had, for people who were in favor of passing the bill, we had the banking clan, right? Uh, a member representing the banking clan. We see that before the Clue Wars, I believe in season six with the, that whole storyline. Exactly. Massa was there, right? He is the right-hand man to the emperor himself. You know, he was there. He is Palpatine's boy. Yes, he is. He is, yes. So to speak. Right, yes, right. Vice chair of the Galactic Republic. And then, of course, Admiral Rampart were there. Mm -hmm. Rampart has to be in attendance, because otherwise, it's not a Senate. Right. Now, those are the people who want the bill passed. And now and the now people who are against, against having the bill passed. So we saw Can some familiar faces. Right? Absolutely. Go ahead. So we got Bail Organa, Bail Organa. member of the Imperial Senate. Yes. Senator Tindra Pamlo, who serves the Imperial Senate, and she's the Minister of Education in the Civil Government from of the Alliance to Restore the Republic. What a mouthful. They could use they could use like an abbreviation. And worked with the Rebel Alliance Intelligence Service. She was first seen in Rogue One, played by actor Sharon Duncan Brewster. And lastly, we have Senator Rio Chuchi Pantoran, who's speaking on the behalf of the clones. And what she's saying is, what will happen to them? How do we take care of the people who fought and died for the Republic? Because if you think about it, the clones have been serving for... What was, what was the attack of the clones? 22 BBY? I would say yeah, that's about right, yeah. Mm -hmm. So they've been serving for three years. Mm -hmm. 
and they're still in service right now. And I'd say this is about 17 BBY, about the same time Adventures in Wild Space took place. Yes. Number take. Mm-hmm. So the fact that this happened, like, they're just gonna they're just gonna send these clothes to their dude. They're just gonna be like, all right, listen, you can walk off into the sunset now. Not even that. Like they just don't care. Rampart doesn't even address these people by their names. He's just like, oh yeah, CT, um, CT, Mm-hmm. Now, can we go back and, and talk about, uh, let's talk about Senator Pamelo, right? Now, uh, well, like you said, you know, she was introduced in Rogue One. This was a, a you know, very pivotal moment in Rogue One when the, um, the, the Reliance, the Council, the Rebel Alliance all gathered together. This was right before the Jinn took off and decided that they were just going to go rogue hence the name, and fly to Scarif to get the Death Star plans. Now, she was the lady that, you know, she was in the middle of the circle. She had a, like an off-white colored robe. She had the hood on. And her stance was, in Rogue One, that the Empire is too big. We can't defeat them. We need to surrender. And, and one of the things that she said to the group, she says, what chance do we have? And then Jen says, what chance do we have? What choice do we have? Right. So that was a very cool moment. So the actor, right, Sharon Duncan Brewster, is actually voicing the the same character in this episode. So that's really cool. They brought the uh, the same actor back. All right. So now her stance again is, well, why do we need um, the defense recruitment bill? Because, you know, the war is over. You know, we don't need to, you know, maintain uh, you know, uh, uh, an army of, 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 of troopers or clones. Um, and then the, the opposite side says, well, you know, there's a lot going on in the outer rim and the mid rim. There's insurgents that are popping up here and there. So we definitely do need, um, you know, this defense bill to be passed, right, for, for protection, right, for security purposes. So that's what happened. Um, so now as far as um, uh, Senator Tucci, not necessarily, she's not on the side of not necessarily passing the bill, but if she if we pass the bill, she wants to make sure that the clones, who she knows will eventually, eventually get phased out, are being taken care of, right? So she wants to make sure that something is in that bill, like a pension plan. She mentioned to, to, to uh, Rampart uh, uh, scenes later that we should put together some kind of a pension plan, you know, you know, to so make sure that we, we're still taking care of these clones. Mm-hmm. They fought for us for so many years. What are we doing for them? We don't want them living on the streets in poverty, you know? So, right. yeah, so that was, uh, that was pretty good. That was and I found that, I found that very fair. Because frankly, these are the clone troopers who gave their lives. Remember Hard Case? You know, live to fight another day. Ah, yes, right. Okay, yeah. yeah. Yes. That was something he ran. And remember Heavy from the first season? Poor man couldn't even make it out of the first season. Interesting. And okay. Echo, how he almost died in the Citadel. Like, all of these clothes who have sacrificed themselves for the Republic. And what, you're just going to throw them out the window? Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And now remember the reason why these clones were created in the first place, right? It was an Emergency Powers Act. Um, this was at the time when the Republic and the Separatists were really going at each other. Um, uh, the Galactic Republic was made aware that the, the Separatists were creating their own army of droids, right? 
True, so battle droids. Battle droids, right? So in turn, Palpatine, Senator of uh, Supreme Chancellor Palpatine at the time. He was still decided, Supreme Chancellor at the time, yeah. Right, decided that he was going to use his emergency powers to actually enact the bill to create this clone army. So that's why they were created in the first place, all right? Okay, so now let's uh, let's get into what's going on, um, the, 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 the heart of the story. So Slip, you know, now that Cade is gone, is wants to make uh, Senator Chuchi aware of what's going on. You know, what he's heard. Um, Brian Park did have something to do with uh, the destruction of Camino. It was not what they're saying is. Uh, well, it was Brian Park said a cataclysmic storm. Yeah, some catastrophic storm. But Camino's storm. on a rainy planet. Yeah. It's built to weather storms. Exactly, exactly. So that's, that's, that's what they're selling people, that it, it was destroyed in a storm, which is, we know is not true. Uh, so Chuchi wants because we saw it. Where, yeah, wants proof. Okay, well, what kind of proof can we get? All right. Um, so, it, well, we go on later in the episode, and we find that you know Slip is really nervous. He he needs to you know find help, and he gets um, he has a contact who can probably help him to escape, so where he can live um, underground. And not be found by the Empire. That person turns out to be Captain Rex. Mm -hmm. But uh, before Rex can even get there, yeah. Slip can't give him the slip a second time, and he ends up with a um, with a with a. I'm trying to think of another slip joke. <laughs> okay, well he 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 did a not tardy slip. Right, he could not for everything <laughs> ever. He could not. <laughs> he would not be able to escape this one. So yeah. So in other words, so Rampart. Um, now we didn't talk about the assassin. Oh yeah, so Rampart sent a clone assassin. Well, well okay, yeah, you reveal that it's a clone, right? But okay, okay well, I know it's, it's a spoiler yeah, well, episode. Well, yeah, I was gonna get there, but you're right. So this assassin. Time to spoil the dramatic reveal. Absolutely fine. So this assassin, you're correct, um, was a clone. Now, when the identity of this assassin was revealed. Did you well? First of all, when I saw the assassin, the first person I thought of was Crosshair. Crosshair. I know. I don't know if anybody else felt the same way, but I did. Let me know. I'm kind of like yeah. I don't feel like Crosshair has the willpower to shoot another clone. I don't know. Well, there's I mean, people. Okay. Well, I mean, it's good soldiers follow orders, right? So if he was given uh, the order to take out another clone, you don't think Crosshair would have taken that order? No, because Crosshair is a clone, and inherently by nature, those clones are his brothers. So he wouldn't shoot his brothers, I don't think. Because mm -hmm. Crosshair deep down is... I'm trying to think of something. I'm trying to think of something. Yeah. He's, not, he's not the great... He's not the greatest person. Um, I, I'm trying to think of something right. nice. Because I don't... He, I can't really... No, that's fine. Him. I mean, he's not villainous, but he is... Bro, he destroyed that village, remember? And, and trashed their crops and homes. And, okay. Well, that's true. That is a very good point. That That is Literally. a very good point. Yes, he could, you know. I, I remember I, when he tried to blow up the batch in an engine. That's true. Okay, well, so once again, my point is. Ah, crud. Right, so, I, so yeah, again. The batch are, oh, my exactly. goodness. See, you understand what I'm saying. Wait, so, wait, 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 but the batch. 
But they're his brothers. They're literally. His I understand brothers. that, right? But again, oh, you know, the sniper. You know, he was a great target. So of course, the first person you I thought I of was Crosshair. But okay, so now it's not Crosshair, which is fine. I think that would have been a, a, a twist Too of the story. Well, it would have been a twist of the story. But we all would have seen it coming, Dad. Like if it were Crosshair. It would have been so predictable that there wouldn't have been any twinge to it when we found out that it was a clone. I, I like that. Because if you think yeah. about it, like, that assassin, we expected it to be some sort of hired contact. Like, remember Captain Corda from Adventures in Wild Space? Yeah. How he hired a bounty hunter to do his work for him? Like, I expected it would be like that, but when we found out it was a clone, it mm -hmm. gave a sort of sting that we wouldn't have gotten mm -hmm. if it were crosshair. Right. And firstly, he wouldn't have been able to get out of it that easily anyway. Because that kind of would have ruined his redemption arc if Captain yeah. if Captain Rex were to capture him. Because like, how would he get out? And more importantly, like, would he be forced to reunite with the Batch? Because I feel like that wouldn't be the most merry of circumstances. Right. For it, him to be. Yeah. As far as uh, you have a good point. As far as his character arc, it it would not have made sense for him to be the one um, uh, to be the assassin taking out that clone. All right. Let's, we'll, we'll pick this up. Let's uh, go to Q&A, see who's here. All righty. Right. Thank you so much for joining us. Lisa Washington. Thank you, Lisa. I did at first think it was Crosshair yeah. being the assassin, but Rampart didn't really trust, but Rampart really didn't trust him after learning that Clone Force 99 was still alive. Very good point. True, because remember I was like, oh, every clone close to you disappears. Good. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Actually, yeah. And you know what? And I'm glad that it wasn't Crosshair. Like you said, it would have been too cliche. How would... How it would have been a twist we'd all have seen coming. So much so that it wouldn't have been a twist. I, you know, I get the impression, you know, there's always this redemption story with Star First Wars. First of all, I think Crosshair could be redeemed. And in this sense, I don't think he has to perish. Because yeah. it's not like... The fate of the galaxy hangs somewhere in the balance, like with Darth Vader or Kylo Ren or anyone from the other eras. Like, then it would have been even more sad, but Crosshair doesn't necessarily have to die. Like, he doesn't have to have the classic hero, the, the classic villain's journey. Like, villain, then a redemption arc, and then they die. It That's doesn't true. really have to happen to him because, like I said, he's also got a lot more story to explore, I think. Because yep. we've only seen Crosshair in these two seasons of The Batch and those few episodes of The Clone Wars. And for most of them, Crosshair hasn't been in them because he's been off with the Empire. So I think, I think it'd be too short-sighted for Crosshair to perish in this season. Well, we don't know, right. But yes, so we, we know there's a lot more Crosshair story to be told, right? And to have him be the sniper... You know, I think that would have just taken him way off character, you know, his character journey um, of redeeming himself because that would be something that's really... That would bring him further down the dark path. Exactly, right. I, and, I, and, I, and the redemption would just take that much more for him to redeem himself. So And then it'd be we, so we much more of a stretch for yeah. us to believe that he could be redeemed. Because exactly. it's like, you just shot two clothes in cold blood yeah. and then tried to shoot your brother Rex. Exactly. They know each other. Yeah. And then he literally tried to shoot a senator too. Yes. So if that were crosshair, I feel like that would have just totally spoiled any chance of a redemption arc we had. Because let's be real, in the last two episodes of the Bad Batch, we have to see some sort of reconciliation between Crosshair and Hunter and the rest of the batch as well. Because 
Give me a second. Let me let me drink, yeah, take a drink some water That's before right. I preach. Like, if you think about it, Crosshair and Hunter have the most trouble with each other. Because Hunter is the leader of the batch. And True. Crosshair is the one who had his own ideology. And more importantly, refused to take orders from Hunter. He's the one who had attitude from the beginning. Agree. Agree. So I feel like they got to reconcile before the rest of the batch can reconcile with them. Because once Hunter is the gates to see to say to Crosshair, you know what, let's ju- let's just no hard feelings, all right? You can come back to the team. I think the rest of the batch would be accepting. However, I'm trying to think. Echo and Tech might be the hard ones to convince, though, because Tech being very logical, he would he would be like, well, the chances of Crosshair betraying us or reporting us to the Empire are very high. We don't trust him yet. And Echo would probably be like, since he was a clone trooper, I've dealt with betrayal before. Like, I don't trust you, Crosshair. Yeah. See, Omega's very trusting. So is Wrecker, kind of. It just depends. And so is Hunter, if he if they can if they can, you know, become friends again. But the rest of the bats would probably be pretty hard to get on the side. Well, I think you have a good point with Crosshair have to get in good graces with Hunter first, right? Because yeah. Hunter is the leader of the group. He and, is the bad batch. Right. And if Hunter is okay with bringing Crosshair back into the group, I think it would, you know, it would it wouldn't take that much convincing with the other team members to welcome him back because the leader says it's okay, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You good? Yep. Okay. All right. I just need, need like a tissue or something. Okay. Do you want to? Okay. We'll take care of that while while you know while we do that. Um, okay. So let's continue, Alex. I see that you're here as well. Thank you very much, Alex. Hello. So just to keep going. Um, so so right. So we were at the point where this assassin tried to took out Slip and also tried to take out the senator and her bodyguards, which she, which actually she did take out both bodyguards, right? And so, but Rex was able to stun him, knocked him out, and it was revealed that he was a clone, mm-hmm. and he wanted answers from reveal. right. He wanted answers from this clone, and the clone decided that he wasn't going to say anything. He was just going to electroshock himself. Yeah, and he was just going to take his own life, and that was it. And that's how the episode. Ended episode mm-hmm. seven, the clone conspiracy. All right, and now and, back to the little, to the last part of our two parter because I cannot wait. Truth the God's forces. Yes, right. And now this. <laughs> okay, and by the way, you know, none of the the the, the bad batch was in this episode. <laughs> really? Yeah, no, it right. was interesting. Yeah, they were not in the episode. All right, but they, they became like private contractors at the end. Right. But they were definitely in episode eight. So let's talk about episode eight. Truth but, and. You know what I think, though? The fact that the Bad Batch could be a thrilling drama without, without the Bad them. Batch yeah. just shows how great the writing is. Because even though you don't have your main characters on screen in that episode, it was still great television. Mm-hmm. And like I said, that just goes to show how great the writing on the show was. Right. Yeah, I, I like what they're doing with with uh, the storytelling. You know, we don't always have to see the Bad Batch in the episode. Because mostly they just run errands for Sid. Well, well, one, that's one thing, but there 
life is going on outside of the Bad Batch, right? So we sure. need to see what's happening with the Empire. We need they're to not see the what's focal happening point of the, the galaxy. With the Republic, you know. So, yeah. So there's just... It's not just about them. It's, it's, it's the big it's picture. It's their show, though. It is their show, but it's the big picture, you know. So And they did that last season. Remember when they introduced Hera and young Hera and her family? Uh, that episode, I, I don't believe they were... Maybe at the beginning of the episode, they were... They were in it, but they but weren't the, the rest of it. Yeah, yeah, but they weren't the focal point. Absolutely. All right. So now we see the Bad Batch, and uh, let's just start off with Echo and Omega because it's going to be very important mm -hmm. about you know what happens with both of these characters at the end of the episode. So at the beginning, we see Omega meditating. You know, she's trying to uh, learn what she learned from uh, Gunji. Gunji from the last episode. She says it's not working. Um, Is it Gunji? Gunji or Gungi, it doesn't matter. Uh, so Echo comes up and, you know, they have a conversation and the conversation turns into how Echo joined the Bad Batch, uh, joined the bad batch right? And remember what remember happened, Skinko right? Minor, Skinko how Rex Minor, Sarah right, he intercepted that up, the right. code and then they freed Echo. They freed him and he felt that this is where he needed to be. This is where he belonged with the Batch. Mm -hmm. Let's table that for for right. for the for the end of the episode. Set All up right. in um. Uh, Set up in payoff. Oh, yeah, there you I go. Got it. Set up Thanks, in payoff. Thanks, Dad. Yeah, sure. That's why I'm here. It's okay. Love you. I love you too. All right. Okay. So we get a, a hologram from Rex. They got a mission. And they were so happy to jump on board. I mean, Wrecker said, "Well, I'm so glad I, I don't have to wait around for for Sid anymore." Yeah. Well, at least so for you now. can just see that the batch is so done with Sid right now. Yeah, I think they really had it up to you know, up to here with with Sid. It's here, just, yeah. they tolerated like two years with this person. Right. So of course, let's talk about the mission. The mission is that they needed to get a copy. Well, they needed to get the actual. Uh, they need to log. get the ship log off of um, Ramparts Venator. Right. It's a recording of what took place. On the Venator, is that how it's pronounced? Yes. The ship. All right, can we skip to the end of that, though? Can we skip to the end of the mission? Skip to the end of the mission? Yes. Like, after they've got the stuff. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm, I, yeah, I wasn't going to go into how they got oh, it. You know, there's just the mission. The, 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 the plan mission is to get... Mission success. The mission. <laughs> the plan is to get the log. Okay, so they have the log, all right? Um, and meanwhile, so we got uh, Omega. Um, she does not travel with the batch to get the log, right? She stays with Senator Chuchi. Um, yeah. she, she gets shown around the Senate blend floor. in. Yeah, right. You know, she got a robe. Right, And right. that was that was the extent of her disguise. Well, the, well, she didn't need to be disguised. I don't think that anybody knows who she is, you know, unless you're I mean, you're Rampart does. Right. Because remember, they, he knows what Omega looks like, and he knows what the batch looks like. And so does Crosshair, hmm. but he wasn't there. Okay. I didn't know Rampart met Omega. You think he, he, he knows who I she is? I feel like he would have, because if he's about to track the batch, mm -hmm. like, he'd have to know all the members, and he probably knew about the incident of Camino and how they just picked up a random child along okay. the way. Okay. So, again, uh, that, so that was the batch's mission to get this log. Meanwhile, Omega is with Chuchi, and Chuchi is looking to find someone to testify uh, against Rampart, and they find Haile Brutoni, yes. who used to be the former senator of, of, of Camino, you know, rest yep. in peace, Camino. Mm -hmm. um, she doesn't want to testify. She's also not a new character, by the way. We've seen her in the Clone Wars before. Okay, yeah. So she doesn't want to testify, but then after she had a conversation with, with Omega, 
um, she was convinced to 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 show up and 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 say something. So she yes. gave her side of the story. Um, we're back on the floor, and, and we're... sadly, that's really not enough to convince them. Right. So all of a sudden, we see Omega racing up to bail. She's got this case in hand. She's like, "Here's the information." She so hands it off. And then Bale floats over to um, Chuchi, and he gives her the message, and they play it and say, This is the log from Admiral Rampart's Venator. This is what happened to Camino. And they show the entire footage, and the Senate erupts. I kid you not, like Mount Vesuvius or something. The Senate, it's just utter chaos. Right. And then... You hear this alarm. Well, well, what was shown? The, yes, it was explain. the entire footage of Kamido being destroyed. The Venators yes. opening fire. Yes. And burning Tipoka City to the ground with blaster. Absolutely, yeah. That happened in last season, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now... Kamido lost. There's an alarm. <laughs> an alarm goes off. And Palpatine rises out of the floor. The man himself. And he floats in the middle and he's like... And the floor just gets quiet. This is a tragedy. Yes. You know... Admiral Rampart acted alone. The fact that the clones so blindly followed orders is disturbing. They played exactly into his hands. Because with that, he guarded support for his Stormtrooper recruitment bill. Right. Because what he said was, the clones are too unreliable. Mm -hmm. They... They followed. They blindly listened to Rampart. They acted. <laughs> they acted so crazily, quote unquote, yeah. under Palpatine's orders. And he threw Rampart under the bus. And it was like, God, arrest him. They, he threw and him under the Venator. Like, no, I'm following orders. And then he's like, Oh, yeah. Oh, did you see Rampart's face? He was wait. See, let me tell you what was going through Rampart's head when, when it was revealed. Rampart was like, Oh my. Wait, 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 how'd they get the fo- Did they break onto my ship? How'd they get this footage? No, I'm in trouble. And then Palpatine's like, arrest him. And Rampart's like, oh, Palpatine, you gotta be kidding me, man. You told me to do this. Yeah. Ah, I'm getting arrested. Right. So, you know, of course, the Emperor has no loyalty to his own people. Right? He basically <laughs> just said, all right, you know, I'm tired of throwing you under the Venator. I... I'm gonna get my bill passed now. Yeah. You can you can get in trouble. Lisa, so what do we have here? So hello everyone. I found this episode to be so palpatine. And he is a truth? master manipulator. He knew Rampart was never going to get through get that bill through. Rampart was the fall guy from the beginning. Absolutely he was. He was. And you know what? And it's it's well, not that I feel bad for Rampart, but he should have known better because mm-hmm. we all know where this see whenever you work with emperor palpatine you are likely to get double crossed like the chances of you getting double crossed by palpatine not double crossed but like thrown under the bus by palpatine is very high because he is a strategic master yes he is always 10 steps ahead of everyone else absolutely absolutely he can and will play you like a violin right and get what he wants. Right. If he felt the need that it's time to to get rid of you, you know, someone who he who works under him, he will do so. Mm-hmm. And we all know the truth. We know that, that what happened to Camino, right, came from the top, right? It came from the Emperor, then it was True. passed on down to Tarkin, then Tarkin to Rampart, and then Rampart 
follow through with the order, right? And Tarkin so when Rampart managed said, to save himself there because he didn't do it directly. Oh, we didn't even see Tarkin at all. He he knew yeah. better. He wasn't going to show his if face. It, if it had been Tarkin, yeah, then a new hope probably wouldn't have happened because he'd be in a jail cell. So. Right, correct. So Rampart got what he deserved, right? And when Which he said he was following time. orders. He, he's exactly right. He was following orders. But he wasn't kidding. Like, right. And you know what? He should have known What is he going to do? Because he can't go back and tell the Senate, well, you know, the emperor told me to, to destroy Camille. He can't do that. Are you kidding right? me? Because he's a target now. Like, literally. Yeah. Emperor or, Palpatine, if that happened, he'd be like, kill him. Right. And just send without, every without clone question. trooper in existence after Rampart. Yeah. Without question. So he's in a bind. I don't know what's going to happen to him. I, I can't see him... Staying in prison, you know, for a very long time. I just feel doesn't like he might like have to. I think he might break out of some sort. Or maybe, you know what um, I think would be a great arc, though? What's that? If the bats free him, and they miss, and they mistrust him, and then Rampart double-crosses them, mm. like sabotages their ship or something, and mm. manages to get away, and he's on the loose, and that's oh. the plot for season three. Now, why would they free Rampart? What, what purpose would that what what what, what purpose would that serve? Like the batch are good people, so mm. I think I think if Rampart gives them yeah. a sob story, the batch would believe it and they'd mistrust him, hmm. and then that would give the entire batch as well as Omega trust issues, which could be a great plot for season three, like kind of resolving their issues after yeah. Rampart sabotaging. Yeah, I, I don't know. I find it interesting. Like I said, I don't think he's going to stay in jail for very long. You're right, but I don't think the Batch would But I don't out. think he's going to, you know, the Batch is going to break They're not him. that gullible, to be fair. I, I hope not, yeah. So I, I'm I'm curious to see what happens to, to Rampart. You know what point. I hope doesn't happen, though? They don't get their ship blown up. Because in Mandalorian Season 2, guess what happened? Our precious ship, the Razor Crest, yeah. went bye-bye. Well, okay, yeah, right. Anything can happen. We hope that nothing happens to the Marauder. That's the only ship they have. <laughs> so like we'll they see. they have nothing else. Yeah. Now wrapping up the episode. Okay, so now we understand that. Um, so Palpatine. So basically, his story was that the clones were not to be trusted. Uh, that they, they were, were acting upon blind orders. Right. They were following orders from Rampart. So they are the ones that should be punished which also means that you can't even trust the clones, which means you got to pass this bill because we need stormtroopers here. Precisely. Because if we don't have stormtroopers, right. those clones could be after you too. Right. For the safety of the galaxy, right. we need clone troopers. So, and, and I bet you the bill's going to... In fact, we know the bill gets passed because the there's stormtroopers. Absolutely, the bill gets passed. So, so like... The Emperor wins once won. again. Right? I saved the day. Once again. Yes. All Do right. it. Okay. All right. So to, to wrap up. So now it's the Batch and Senate uh, Chuchi and Rex. Um, you know, so, so they have to part ways. Yeah, they have to part ways. Um, and then the Batch, they go up to Echo. They start saying, you know, good luck, Echo. We'll see you soon. See you on the other side. And no, then, poor Omega. Nobody bothered to tell Omega's her what just was going like, on. Yeah. She's just like, uh, what's happening? Yeah. And Echo says he has a heart to heart with her. Yes. And he says, you know, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Rex for a while, you know, do there some missions. Yeah. This is exactly what he's been talking about. He's been saying from the beginning, we Absolutely. need to do more. Absolutely. Absolutely. And he finally made the decision that he to was go gonna go with, with Rex. Rex. Right. And do more. Right. And you know what? I I, I think 
you know, we don't know how Hunter is feeling about it. We don't know what conversation the two of them had, Hunter and, and Echo. But I think Hunter is, you know, of course, you know, he honors Echo's, Echo's decision, decision, right? Yeah. And but I think he's got to feel kind of upset about that because it's like, you know, Echo Echo's one of them now. Right, right. So they've lost two members now, right? So Crosshair is gone. Now Echo. So now they're down to, you know, just it's down to Hunter, Tech, and Rekka, and Omega. Right. Okay. So I think at some point Hunter's going to have to realize, okay, well, what are we doing? You know, I think Echo is right. We should be doing more uh, to help the clones, you know, help our own people um, and, you know, help the, you know, defeat this empire or at least do something to, to put a rebellion in place to, to fight this empire. One thing I want to say um, before we end the episode, um, there was something that I picked up when uh, Chuchi was showing Omega around the Senate floor and and uh, Omega asked the question, well, who represents the clones? And Chuchi said, well, they don't have any representation in the Senate. Precisely. Could Omega be the one to become senator one day and represent the clones. Who knows? Oh, that is a good idea. Yeah, how about that? We don't know, but yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. All right, so then wouldn't that wouldn't that be wouldn't that be just such a twist? Yeah, but she's right. You know, there there's no representation, and honestly, I you know the thing is we don't know. Well, we know we don't see many clones. You know, into the truth after you know a few years from now so something happens to them we still don't know what happens but i'm sure that there are some that are still out there who are maybe trying to fight to survive you know they may not have the means to you know to to to, to live on their own and they need assistance they may still need somebody like an omega who you know wants to learn more about the system or wants to learn about politics and she could somehow at some point help clones down the line by representing them you know representing her people so I thought that was pretty cool that was brought up. So Alex, thank you. So Echo's decision is understandable, though I think they should have had a bit more focus on his character, maybe one or two more Echo-focused episodes before having his character leave the batch. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I feel again, like we just really haven't gotten much of Echo. Yeah, I, I think this, unfairly so because he was a great character. But then again, he was in like five seasons of the Clone Wars. So once again, I think his arc has been the most explored as far as his mm. Clone Wars arc. But now we're in the time of the Bad Batch. So we need to see more of that. Right, right. But I, I hear your point, Alex, because just when we thought season two is starting up and we're hearing more from Echo that we would... Might, it's like... Wait, that wait, we would hear... It's like, Echo, say something. All right, Echo, shut up. Get off the screen for like, right. for like, for like the rest of the season. Right, we haven't gotten to that point. But, you know, of course we know it's not going to be the last of Echo because we're going to... He's got to come back to yeah, the team. Yeah, absolutely. I think once they reunite with Crosshair, if they do... Well, even if they don't reunite with the Batch, we may see scenes with Echo and, and, and Rex working with some other people to try to That'd be great. You know, working on missions. And maybe Cody will join them. Who knows, right? Yeah. Like so. I really want like the alliance of Echo, Rex, and Cody. Like that would just be the GOAT team. I I agree with you. I like that idea, right? Tell me I'm wrong. No, I, I that's absolutely true, right? Yeah. Any clones that are out there that are willing to fight, get them. You know, 
band them together and, and, and let's do this, you know. So that is the end of episode eight, Truth right. and Consequences. So, so that is all for this episode. What, what do you, well, it's not all for the episode yet. Almost all. Take it easy. We're almost there. All right. Uh, you know, so what do you think of the episode? Uh, let us know. Leave a comment. Uh, we can and take a look at them. Or, and even, you know, even the live after, chats down, exactly. you can always leave a comment. You can always check leave, them. Yes, you can always leave a comment. Check them. All right. Um, so, you know, of course, we'll be back here next week for episode nine mm-hmm. um just a couple of shout outs that we want to give you know because uh you know today is a very important day all right for two people one i don't know if you know this key but this is john williams birthday i did know john that. williams is 91 years old right so I know, right? absolutely and he is not retiring you know according to him he's i really hope not because john williams has made good music since star wars in the 80s yeah but i hope he never stops yeah i mean the original was 1977 77 yeah i mean he goes even further back than that you know so he does yes you know john williams has been around for a very long time so talking about the 50s and the 60s here i am thinking this man's like 75 or something no 91 years old that's just incredible so so wow happy birthday goes by yeah happy birthday to john williams he's still healthy he's still composing and conducting you know so this is amazing so thank you so much for all your work that you've done over these years john williams and another special birthday my brother macio macio he shares a birthday with john williams yeah how about that musical connection too well hey look at that yes what should we do next year we should see if we should get john williams on the podcast for oh my goodness oh oh man can you imagine let's see what we can do I think that would be an awesome idea, you know, mm-hmm. just if we had just had him for a few minutes, you know, just to just... Even for like five minutes. Just for five minutes, Maceo yes. a happy birthday. Yes. <laughs> to have John Williams wish somebody else a happy birthday on his birthday. That's pretty cool. I would love that. And then we wish him a happy birthday. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So... We should mail a card. <laughs> I wish we could do that. But, you know, I guess we can just do a shout out or send a tweet. Um, but, yeah, so that is it. So did we cover everything... Um, so yeah, I understand. Here's a photo of Maceo playing yeah. cello. Look how happy he is. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a, he loves a cello. All right, so you never know. So, you know, John Williams is an influence for many, many people for many generations. It would be amazing if you wrote Maceo some sheet music. It, yes, it would be amazing. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, I see your wheels are turning, Keith. All right, we'll see what we can do. All right. A baby photo, really? Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. All right, so I, I, I think that is it. Um, do you want to talk about anything else? Anything else you want to cover? Thank you, Alex. Happy birthday to Maceo and John Williams. Best wishes best wishes to both with their music. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, Alex. Anything right. else you want to cover? Nope. Okay. So you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, Amazon Music, Audible, or wherever you get your podcasts. Our socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at Fathers and Galaxy. Website, fathersandgalaxy.com. Please check out our merch store, fathersandgalaxy.myspreadshop.com, and our speaker page as well. Right. All right. And just to let you know, uh, again, we'll be back here next week for episode nine, but we're also working on some pretty cool episodes. You know, we have some We got a lot of interviews. content coming up soon. Well, yeah, we do have content, and we have some uh, cool interviews lined up. You know, we can't discuss who they are yet, but, you know, once you see them, I think people will be very happy. They did. Yes, Keith? Can you do me a favor? Sure. Buy me some Orchard Skittles. Like, okay. I don't know why, but like they Orch- discontinued in 2017. And yeah. I'm upset. Okay. 
See, like, you have a taste for Skittles. Skittles. Okay. I, like specifically Orchard Skittles. Okay. You can get and, them at Walmart. And where would I where would I find these Skittles, Orchard Skittles? Walmart. Walmart. Okay, all right. You just all said right. Walmart. Okay. Let's go. All right. So okay, once again. Get your shoes after the Are episode. there any more Q and A? Okay. Nope. All right. Well, thank you, everyone. These are two very, very good episodes. I think they're like two one of the best, two of the best episodes of the this Bad This is Bad the so best far. television of twenty twenty three. Yeah, yeah. So, thanks again for 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 joining us. Uh, until next time, take care, and, and we will we'll see, see you again. again.